0: travels by broomstick comes to you from south wales the land of the dragon oh and sheep we got lots of sheep welcome to all you good people out there in podcast land so let's get the broomstick out the garage and off we go
1: before we arrive at our destination today, I would like to ask you to keep your hands, arms and legs inside the broom at all times. Hold on tight, and if you enjoy our content, please don't forget to like and subscribe. Leave us a comment if there is any you want us to go on our travels, and welcome to our little adventurous witchy cabin.
0: Today's journey takes us to York, the home of Guy Fawkes. If you missed our last episode, it was all about the gunpowder plot, so go check it out. York is such an interesting place, rich in history and hauntings. Today we welcome the lovely Mackenzie from the award-winning Shadows of York, a tour of York's historic and ghostly past. We meet Mackenzie outside the front of St Michael Le Belfry Church, situated in the York Minster and the Guy Fawkes Inn on High Petergate.
1: Mackenzie is dressed in the most gorgeously gothic attire, perfect to set the scene for a ghost tour. So Mackenzie, what made you decide to set up your ghost tour, Shadows of York?
2: I decided to set up Shadows of York because um, I used to work for another tour guide and um, long story short got messed around quite a lot and uh, the stories were really historically inaccurate and um, I just knew that it had so much more potential. And one day I just thought, do you know what, maybe I could do this myself. And I did. And it carried on from there.
1: (laughs) How long have you been doing your ghost tours?
2: I have been doing tours for eight years now. Um, But if you include working for someone else, uh, about 11 years.
1: That's a long time. Have you always been interested in history and the paranormal?
2: I have always had an interest in the paranormal. Uh, but my history interest didn't come along until really when I started um, doing the tours and then I really started doing lots of reading and research. But it's a shame because I used to love history when I was in primary school, but when I got to high school, my teacher was so aggressive, you know, as a teacher. um, I I didn't enjoy it and it's a shame because it turns out that I always liked history. Um, But there you go. So uh, I, yeah, I, I have always had an interest, but I didn't really start looking into it until about eight or nine years ago.
1: I like that the ghost tours have helped you to rekindle your love of history. I do think that teachers can put you off a certain subject and I most certainly had that experience in school as well. On your ghost tours, you tell a lot of different ghost stories, but have you had a ghostly experience yourself?
2: go to the experiences, I don't know where to start or where to finish with that one because as it stands, I was thinking about this just the other day and I was like, do you know what? I've had lots of experiences. Um, Now, which was the most recent? Let me have a think. Er... I think my most recent might have been at my new house where I'm living. Uh, temporary. Uh, it's a really old Georgian build. And one night I was laid in bed. I was in the house by myself. The house is all locked up tight. And me and the cats who were all in bed at the time. All looked up at the door because we could physically hear somebody walking around down the corridor. And initially I thought we've got an intruder. But yeah, I was terrified. <laughs> actual physical ghost encounter uh, there is too many to choose from but I think one of my favorites is uh, it's got to probably be at the National Emergency Services Museum in Sheffield when I was working on a scare attraction as an actor and three people came into my room and suddenly there was only two people and I thought oh that guy must have not liked it you know he was scared And when I went into the other room to say, did that guy leave? Because it's the only way he could have gone. And the other actor said to me, no, we haven't seen another guy. And I said, well, you must have done. There was three people and one of them has gone back. And they said, we only sent two people through. And he was as solid as you and I. So that's my best one.
1: I love it. That's so spooky. I really want to have a ghostly encounter like that. I just haven't had anything. I wonder who he was. For people who haven't experienced one of your tours yet, what can they expect when they go on a tour with you?
2: On the tour, um, it would either be myself or one of my guides and we um, give you a mixture of ghost stories and real true history that I have researched extensively looking through old newspapers and books and also from working at the Castle Museum, we have access to a lot of stuff there. So everything on the tour, is as real and genuine as possible. As for the paranormal, obviously, the stories of what have been passed down, or have been told, or we've found out, or we have experienced ourselves. So you will definitely get your money's worth um, of actual facts, um, but it's entirely up to you what you take away from it. And it is meant to be just entertaining as well. So um, it's up to you what you believe. We're never gonna try and convince you. The tour lasts about an hour and a half. Um, we take you around uh, various parts of the city. You do see briefly the minster uh, on the outside and surrounding buildings and you do get to go through the shambles. so You can experience that as well. But the tour is uh, uh, often changing in parts, if, if only a little bit, just to keep it fresh. Uh, we have added a couple of new stories in recently. And taking some stories out uh, not that we won't ever tell them ever again which just, it's just to change it up a little bit but also if we encounter other tours on, on the way then we're able to uh, adapt and just change it so uh, yeah, you can expect a, a good old night <laughs> and I do believe that you and your husband really enjoyed it when you came so uh, I ho- hope to see you again sometime
1: Oh yeah, we loved the tour. It was amazing. So many good ghost stories. Do you have a favourite ghost story from the ghost tour?
2: That's a really difficult question. I have lots of favourite stories from the tour. Um, And some of the stories I've forgotten, but then remember and go, oh yeah, that one's a great one as well. Uh, But most certainly, I think one of my favourite stories is the ones that that really make people's eyes pop out with, you know... uh, Amazement, And it's got a bit of plague story, uh, purely for that reason, because people feel so sorry for the girl in that story. Uh, but also, I really do love uh, the story about when uh, we genuinely saw a ghost on tour several years ago. And I won't go into the uh, uh, the information about that, because I'd like it to come on the tour, obviously. But, um, yes... That one I love to tell because, again, everybody's eyes just, you know, widen with horror and a quite surprised. Uh, and I do love that story. Plus, it's the one that I, uh, another one where I experienced something paranormal.
1: My favourite stories were definitely The Plague House and the one you tell by The Graveyard. That really made me jump. So what happened when you were on the tour? What was your experience? We have to know.
2: We saw a shadow figure a few years ago, um, but I never used to talk about it all that much because uh, I only thought I saw it out of the corner of my eye. But people on the tour claimed to have seen it, and I thought well, maybe it was just a fly or I, I don't know. Uh, but if they saw it, then they saw it. Anyway, a few years later, um, a medium came on the tour. I didn't know she was medium, and um, was just talking about something else in a, in the area and she randomly started talking uh, at the graveyard that was behind me and then she turned to me and uh, expressed that uh, there's a spirit in there who would like to apologize for frightening you and your group some years ago and uh, that definitely been my hair end.
1: oh that is so creepy i love it what is your favorite place on the tour
2: uh, there's lots of favorite places but i i think i really particularly like bedon because bedon is really quiet um, you're guaranteed to, or almost guaranteed, to not have any disturbance from the general public. And it's just so full of history. You know, you, you go down it and you look at this street that's quite modern, but when you hear what used to be there, it's eye opening. And it, I've still lots to learn about Bedden. I thought I knew everything about Bedden, and yet I'm still learning more about it. And I think that's why I really like it there and um, that and the history there is just so horrible <laughs> with prostitution, riots, crime, you name it. So yeah, I do like that area on the tour.
1: I think that it's so good that you do visit so many different locations. The Shambles is definitely my favourite because it's so sort of old and so spooky. And speaking of spooky, are you surprised that people want to go on ghost tours all year round and not just for Halloween?
2: No, I'm not surprised actually. Um, I think that Ghost Walk should happen all year round, Uh, mostly because Halloween gets so busy and uh, people, um, you know, once they've done one, they probably want to do another. Um, And if you're travelling around, I just think it's a great idea, especially if you've got an interest in it. Um, It's like horror movies, they come out all year round. So, no, it doesn't surprise me. Uh, People have an interest in the paranormal. And that's that. And sometimes the only time that you get to go on a tour is during times like summer holidays. And while it might be daylight, it's probably ideal for the kids. And it's a little bit warmer. And not only that, I like to go on a ghost walk because, you know, I work during the Halloween period and so do fellow tour guides and scare actors. So it's nice to be able to go on a ghost walk at other times of the year. And also, I think it's a good idea to have ghost walks happening around, you know, Christmas, because that creates an atmosphere and it's tradition to have uh, Christmas ghost stories. And it's also good if you do them in summer because them they're on the school holidays, they like to experience it even if it is daylight and then they don't miss out, so yeah.
1: What is your perspective on ghosts? Are they just reflections of the past or do you believe that they can interact with the living?
2: That's always a tricky question to answer. My my um, beliefs kind of change all the time but I suppose they always come to the same thing that some ghosts are what you call a residual ghost so it's stuck in the walls. Not as a, an actual being but it's just, it's just the energy is caught like a, a recording and it's always replaying because the walls of a building or stonework of a, of a road has absorbed the energy when it happened at the time and it's just replaying it so that's a residual spirit I do believe that some spirits can communicate with you but otherwise I like to think that a lot of spirits do move on eventually and live, you know I say live, have a happy afterlife some spirits I think or ghosts are um, possibly caught in time and don't realise that they are dead and just carrying about their business. Um, There's also a new theory, something about about parallel universe, uh, where their timeline is happening as we are living our timeline. It's very difficult to sort of explain, but yeah, like, like they're not dead, but we are kind of crossing over Um, that's one theory as well which I do find very interesting because the universe is a very big place out there and who's to say that things aren't just repeating themselves and maybe that's why we have déjà vu, you know? Uh, But again, there's, there's other explanations for that as well. But everyone has a theory, but I think that there is a good combination of everything. But ultimately, yes, I think we have residual spirit I do believe that we do have spirit that communicates with us, and I think that they're the ones that are choosing to stay in a place uh, because they are afraid of the afterlife. Um, and a lot, a lot of spirits that you say are from an older time period, and we think, well, why are they from then, and why are they not like from today? And a lot of that is we think down to religion because in the old days when we died we believed that we were going to go to either heaven or hell and if you believe you've done something wrong well you're not going to cross over to to then go to hell are you (laughs) so you're going to stay put so I do think that there's probably some very clever spirits that have chosen to stay that and they were probably happy uh, where they were or maybe they weren't but they are afraid Um, and I also believe that our loved ones when they pass over they are probably with us as well, just to guide us. And then once they're happy that we're happy, they then move on to whatever they've got to do. Um, but there's lots of theories and ideas that I have about what a ghost is and what it isn't. And I, I, I honestly, I'm not sure if I'm. If I, you know, I'm not an expert on that specifically. Um, like I say, I do believe in rational explanations and things. But yes, very difficult to say what is a ghost. Because sometimes when I see things or things have happened, uh, my my ideas change again. And I just think, well, what is that? Is it communicating? Is it stuck? Or is it a recording? (laughs) So, yeah, there you go. That's a long-winded version of uh, what I think a ghost might be.
1: I like that, I think that's a really good perspective. You sort of covered everything there. I tend to believe the same. What are your favorite places to visit in York?
2: I always like to go down the Shambles because it's such an old street, but I do like going down Stonegate because again, another old street, but obviously not as narrow. Um, I like to go to a lot of places in York, usually a pub. <laughs> uh, but no, I like the marketplace. Um, I like going to uh, pubs because they are, uh, you know, so original and you know they, they're quite dark inside and they create an atmosphere and they're also very friendly. Shopping-wise, yeah, the Ghost Merchants is always fun. But once you've got your ghost, um, I like to go off and uh, go to a museum, to be honest with you. And I know I'm very biased when I say this, but I do love the Castle Museum. The Castle Museum has a nice mixed bag of history, but it does have the famous indoor-outdoor Victorian street. And you can learn so much, and you really are just transported back in time with that street. It's incredible. And I do love the prison cells there as well. And uh, I I must confess, I do like to visit the the dungeons every now and again when it's had a little change around. Uh, Clifford's Tower is another favourite of mine. Treasurer's House. There's just so many. I love them all, really.
1: Yeah, the York Ghost Merchants is definitely my favourite thing in York because the ghost is just so cute. What is your favourite historical event or a building with historical significance in York?
2: It's hard to say there is too much of it in York. But again, I would say the Castle Museum purely because it used to be a prison. And I love anything to do with a good old-fashioned execution and stuff like that, you know. So I do like the prison side of the castle museum. And, you know, I've learned so much about the history of York from that, which is why it's one of my favourite buildings. But it was also the site of what used to be a castle. and You can see the original castle walls in parts. And... Yeah, I think that that has got to be my favourite place in York, but I, I do like um, the shambles. It's not historically significant to me because of it being a butcher's and uh, the horrible idea of the fact that they used to empty their bins and waste out onto the street and it would ooze down the street down towards the golden fleece and other areas and it was just disgusting you know so that that also is very uh, entertaining for me historically wise um but yeah that's that's my favorite
1: oh yeah i love a bit of horrible history that's amazing if people want to book a tour with you how do they go about it
2: so to book a tour, you just visit our website, www.shadowsofyork.co.uk and you can purchase your ticket there or you can go on to TripAdvisor, Viator, booking.com, uh, tickets are available there. Uh, if you don't want to join the public walk and you want to have something more private and exclusive, we do offer private tours, but obviously subject to availability. So do please get in touch with us uh, in advance just to check. And prices do vary depending on group sizes and, and things like that. Um, but uh, yes, you can book via our website uh, and also make inquiries through the website as well. And you can follow us on sh- social media. We have Facebook, Instagram, TikTok now. We've been doing lots of videos on this. Please do give us a like and a watch. We've uh, got a YouTube channel, which I'm slowly updating, and uh, Twitter. Twitter, oh, sorry, Twitter. No, X. It's called X now, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Twitter X. (laughs) <laughs> whatever you want to call it we're on there but not very often i'm not a big tweeter to i don't know what they want to call it uh, yeah but uh, so but your best bet is to come on to instagram and facebook i usually do facebook lives as well so you can have a little little sneak peek into some of the history of york and the ghost stories that we don't often cover on tour um so yes look us up on all of those please
1: I love your Instagram. I'm always stalking you on there. I also love your outfit. You always wear such beautiful and spooky clothes. I really think this sets the tone for the tour. Do you enjoy dressing up and have you had any fun Halloween costumes?
2: Who doesn't like to dress up? I mean the, the costumes help separate us from the general public so that when people are looking for us they know who they're looking for but also I'd, I'd like to dress up. I've done professional acting work for a very long time and in costume it does help you sort of separate yourself from your daily life and get you into the zone of what you've got to do you know and and yeah i, I do love it and i love how people react when they see you in in your outfit whether it's a dress or for the boys it's the bowler caps and chains and shirts and looking quite dapper you know and authoritative Uh, It just gives you, or rather gives the audience something to focus on, uh, as well as just yourself. As for people coming in costume, strangely enough, I've not had lots of people turn up in costume, particularly at Halloween. It's uh, it's a mixed bag. Children do, which is really sweet. Um, So yeah, don't be afraid to come in costume. All I ask is no Scream masks, please. I don't like the Scream mask. If you do come in the Scream mask, you will have to take it off whilst we're doing the tour. (laughs) That is my little secret. So please, please be nice. What's your favourite scary movie? Any of a mask though is fine, I don't mind.
1: (laughs) I can't believe you don't like the Scream costume. Scream is my favourite. Are you doing any special tours for Christmas as Christmas is fast approaching?
2: not doing anything spectacular for christmas or anything like that it's the same tour though um i think that we will try and include some christmassy vibes uh you know a little bit of information uh, for example uh, charles dickens once did come to york or uh, come to york a couple of times actually but he went to a place called the assembly rooms which which today is uh, the Ask Italian, and he sold tickets and so that people could come and watch him read a little bit of the uh, Christmas Carol novel that he'd written, um, which is really interesting. So Charles Dickens has been in York. I have had lots of ideas about wanting to do an evening of ghost stories in a building, but it is quite expensive to rent out some places. Um, So it's one of those where it takes a lot of planning but maybe in the future we might do, but as it stands, we're always quite busy on the tour. So it's nice to uh, focus on that and uh, we'll play with other ideas as time goes on.
1: I think that sounds so wonderful because Christmas, as you say, is all about ghost stories and like the Charles Dickens thing. So that's just, yeah, it sounds really cozy. I'd love to do that, like by candlelight or something and you just read some stories or tell us some ghost stories. That sounds amazing. Well, thank you so much for being on our podcast. Thank you for the wonderful ghost tour. I had a spooktacular time and I most definitely will come and visit you in the future. It's been wonderful. Thank you so much.
2: Um, Thank you for having me on the show. It was lovely to speak to you um, after all this time. Yeah, so uh, I hope that you're really well and uh, I'll hopefully see you again sometime in the future.
0: Well, that was a really frightening ghost tour. Thank you very much, Mackenzie. I really enjoyed it. And will certainly be back again soon.
1: Well, there is only one thing remaining to ask you. How many brooms do you rate Mackenzie's Shadows of York ghost tour?
0: Well, it has to be five brooms because it was a really frightening tour and very interesting.
1: What was your favourite place that you visited while on the tour?
0: It would have to be the Shambles. Very historic, very atmospheric.
1: What was your favourite ghost story?
0: Well, I think... The best ghost story was the little plague girl up in the window and also the Golden Fleece.
1: Well, we bought our little ghost from the York Ghost Merchants. What are you going to name him?
0: I'm going to name him Sir Garanathy the Terrible, but we'll call him Gary for short.
1: (laughs) Gary the Ghost.
0: Gary the Ghost.
1: Well, that's very spooky.
0: Thank you once again to Mackenzie. We hope you've had a magical time. Until the next time, goodbye bye thank you very much mackenzie i really enjoyed the ghost store ghost door (laughs) or even tour